This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, everybody. Hey, party people. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. Beautiful day in Northeast Arkansas. Hope everybody is in good spirits today. Hope you didn't stay up way past your bedtime because you were all jacked up off of some adrenaline after that Grizzlies win. (laughs) I know that from experience, but I hope everybody's doing all right today. Um, We're all buckled in here for a couple of hours on the Workday Red Zone, and we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Of course, we're all up and down your radio dial, and hopefully... Later this week, we will be back up and streaming at 953theticket.com. We apologize for any inconvenience that is caused, but it's, uh, I think the, the theme for this week has just been uh, kind of fighting with technology, and we're powering <laughs> our way through it, and then we're hoping to come out victorious before it is all said and done. So once we get that stream back up and going, uh, just a reminder, of course, that you can take us with you on the go as well by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for K-N-E-A. If you would like to get involved in the conversation today on the program, 930-3776 is the number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline. Of course, phones, uh, landline, still pretty old school, so we haven't had any issues with those this week. You can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. And then on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, you can search for today's question using the hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt. Since I don't know how streaming works, I don't know how to fix it when it doesn't work. So I'm, I'm sorry to be of less help than I ought. I turn it off and I turn it back on. And when that doesn't work, I contact someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not worked. So we've had to contact a few different people. Uh, but again, fingers crossed we'll have that back up and going Tomorrow, producing today, of course, Kate Carlton with us. Good afternoon. So, uh, yeah, so this is everybody. Uh, just a heads up: normally on Wednesdays, we bring you an A State Spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. Uh, somebody forgot to reach out and schedule an interview today, so we're going to skip that for this week, and that will return next week. And when I say somebody, please note that I am pointing fingers back in my direction. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus here. This was just a slip up on my part. But uh, we will, of course, continue those conversations. And uh, I've already got uh, next week's, next couple weeks' guest picked out. So we'll get that back up and running. Calmer Solutions, of course, uh, they'll take care of the technology so you can take care of business. Looking around at some news, notes, and headlines uh, for Arkansas State. Of course, we don't have any baseball scores to give you today uh, since the Red Wolves uh, do not have a midweek contest and will return to action coming up on Friday at UTA. Meanwhile, yesterday, in news that we mentioned on the show, um, Arkansas State women's basketball did make its signings officially official, announcing a trio of transfer players. Izzy Higginbottom, of course, the Mizzou transfer originally from Batesville, FAU transfer Brebeck, and UC Irvine transfer Melody Kapinga have all officially joined the pack. Uh, looking elsewhere, it took 10 innings, but number five Arkansas walked it off last night for a 2 1 winner over UCA at Dickey Stevens Park. So they continue their in state dominance. They won 14 in a row 
over in-state opponents. The Cardinals shut out by the New York Mets Tuesday. They lost three zip at Bush Stadium. So uh, the series finale uh, of that one is coming up today at 12.15 on 95.9. The Wolf as the Cardinals will look to avoid being swept. And uh, last night, the fun stuff, John Morant scored on a layup with one second remaining on the clock. Memphis Grizzlies rallied from an 11-point fourth-quarter deficit. So they are now up 111-109. Or excuse me, the final was 111-109, and they are now up three games to two in the series. Game six is Friday. You guys are going to be stunned uh, by the inspiration for today's KavanaughCars.com question. You're totally not going to see it coming, but we'll throw it out there. Then we'll talk about uh, some players. But I want to know today, and and this is it that this is at any sport in any level. It could be a player on your kid's t-ball team. It can be a professional anywhere in between. I want to know what active player is the most fun to watch right now. Again, any sport, any level. Because, obviously, we're basing this somewhat on, on John Morant. Let me be the first of many people to throw out that <laughs> oh, answer yeah. today. John uh, Morant is a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> Because uh, what he did last night, uh, it absolutely won the game for for the Memphis Grizzlies and and kept them going into a deficit when they're about to head back out on the road. And and that would have been, honestly, a really dire situation. And it looked like it was headed that that direction for quite a while. Through three quarters, uh, Ja either looked mortal or just just bad. Um, For the bulk of that game, he could not hit his free throws. Uh, he was struggling to finish. Uh, floaters, dunks, whatever. Even had a couple missed dunks in there. Several missed free throws, as we've mentioned. And just everything seemed like a battle for him. I think in the first three quarters of that game, he had as many turnovers as he had made field goals, which is just not really, you don't want yeah, those numbers yeah, to be the same. <laughs> and that's not what you usually get out of job. No. Uh, and that was kind of a, a continuation from some of the other games where we've seen. You know, you go back to his comments post game four, where he kind of sounded not super down on himself, but where he said, you know, I'm just not playing like Jaw right now. And again, through three quarters, he kind of looked like that. But then all of a sudden, you know, that dunk that he had there in the game was just such a huge momentum rally moment that it was that it was unreal. I think that is at least John Morant's fifth dunk of the year this year. But of course, when you talk about the moment that it was in and the environment and what came after, I think this is the new reigning dunk of the year for John Morant. <laughs> it changes as the yeah, year goes along. It changes the pecking order. Again, <laughs> there's been about five dunks of the year, but this one, this one last night was because the... it's in a playoff game, and it changed the... It gave Minnesota that Ope Leap yeah. moment. It completely changed the trajectory of uh, of that game. Again, early on in that game, he just uh, did not look like himself um, in that one. But again, uh, started to rally there in the fourth quarter and put up 18 in that fourth quarter. And then in addition to that, out of those 18, uh, 13 of those were the Grizzlies' last points. He scored the Grizzlies' last 13 points in, in Game 5. I think I phrased that weird. But um, what what it got, uh, although not at the same point total level, but it was kind of shades of LeBron in 2007. And again, that was... Give me the ball. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go score. 
Uh, in that game, uh, you know, LeBron scored the final 25. It was just some unreal dominance in, in Game 5 of the 2007 Conference Finals, uh, including for LeBron, the game winner. But we also saw that from, from Ja. The 13 points he put up last night to finish that game for the Grizzlies. It's the most consecutive points by a player, 22 or younger, to finish a playoff game since, again, LeBron did that 15 years ago. So it's a pretty <laughs> good company. Uh, it's a pretty rare company there. And uh, the Grizzlies, again, pull off a... <laughs> Another come-from-behind win and uh, all kinds of drama every single game, but when you can enjoy it, uh, following and, the buzzer and, and listen to know, some whoop that trick, you're okay. You know that the Minnesota coaching staff was saying, make somebody else yeah. shoot the ball. Stay in front of Ja. Yeah. Now, that's much easier to say than it is to do, but... Ja, on that last play, Ja got the ball, and they call it going downhill. Mm-hmm. He actually looked like he was going yeah. down a hill, and everybody else was trying to go up the hill. And how he was able to get, A, get the shot off, yeah. B, make it, C, not break his neck when he landed. <laughs> Before, this, is, this is a guy who has to practice landing. Yeah. Before we go any further, uh, I do want to give a special shout-out to Pat Beverly, who had the unintentional assist last night. Uh, he Look, Pat Bev is going to run his mouth and try and get in, in the opposition's head. He's, That's what he does. He's done that his entire career. But the Grizzlies are 2-0 and when he does the too small hand motion and, and taunting to John Morant. He did that right before John Morant got it together and helped spark that rally and finish that rally. So, Pat Beverly, thank you. Thank you for that because that, uh, again, got the Grizzlies riled up. So, Grizzlies 2-0 and when Pat Beverly does the too small thing. Uh, the Timberwolves 3-0 and in the playoffs so far when they have a protester. So, some interesting things deciding this series. <laughs> 9303776 is the number to call. Let's go to the phones and check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm great. That's why I'm calling is talk about that ball game last night. That's all I need is another player to fall in love with. <laughs> but um, now, don't don't get me wrong. I love Patrick Beverly because he was a Razorback, sure. and I think he's a good pro. But there are very few people on this earth, and nobody can explain it, that have it. Whatever it is, they have it. And um, this Morant kid, this John Morant, he has it. And if I'm Memphis, I do see like me, 63-year-old woman sitting out here in the middle of a rice paddy. I have fallen in love with a kid's hair. People say, well, that's stupid. What, what, what does that mean? Well, it's stuff like that that gets people like me to want to go buy a ticket and go to the ball game and keep that place filled up. You know where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And if you've got one of those on your team, whoever you're a fan of or whatever like that, you'll do just about anything to be able to I'm trying to get back in my house. I think I've locked myself out of my own house. And uh, But anyway, let me get in and shut the door. And um, 
But when he did that dunk or whatever, I guess it was a dunk, what yeah. it Cade on that player? Yeah. At the end, I screamed blood curdling murder. <laughs> I think I was hurt all over life. But surely, surely they will do everything they can to keep him, won't they? They they will, and you know when when you draft a player and they they first hit free agency, the the home team usually has an advantage, and not usually the home team will have an advantage in the amount of money they can offer him when it's contract time. Yeah, and uh, and in addition to to that, uh, the Grizzlies I think have deeper pockets than than people realize. Robert Para is the owner, and I think he is now the third richest owner in all of the NBA. So the oh Grizzlies uh, Grizzlies have some dollars if they want to lock up John and want to pursue uh, keeping around some of their other young talent, you know, is uh, th- there's a good chance they're, they're going to be able to do it. I suspect well, John will get the Supermax. Yeah. I, it was just one of the best. I, I just, I could not take my eyes off of it. It was just one of them games you were afraid to even get up and go to the bathroom <laughs> until they went to a commercial afraid you'd miss something. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I just wanted to call on, I know Cade was there, and I thought of him first thing. I told Jesse, I said, I bet Cade's running all over that place. <laughs> and uh, he said, and Cade, today is Jesse's birthday. <laughs> so he passed on some uh, some advice for you. He said, you tell him that I said, now when I, this is when I told him this last night that you were there. He said he better stay young and he better stay single so he can go to this stuff. Because <laughs> he said if he ever marries, his going days is over. So I'll close with that. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Miss Lisa. She leaves the going phone. days aren't entirely mm-hmm. over. I've been married for forty years and I still go to I still go to things. Just the Going for as cheaply as possible might be over. Yeah, you, going you're gonna, for you gotta buy po- another ticket. Yeah. Yeah. That's another round yeah. of beers. That's another plate of nachos. So Yeah. I and like I don't do well to missing Grizz playoff games. I missed four since two thousand eleven. It's not happening. Nine three oh three seven seven six. Any sport, any level, what active player is the most fun? to watch right now i would anticipate several john Morant answers today and that's fine look if, if that's your answer call in and tell us why everybody has a different reason why they enjoy watching this guy right now miss lisa gave me an, another idea a guy i like to watch to watch his hair mm-hmm. harrison bader <laughs> i love watching harrison bader's flow out of the back of that cardinal cap when he is traversing the earth is Three quarters covered by water, and the other quarter is covered by Harrison Bader. There you go. <laughs> Already had some baseball answers today on social media, and we'll start to share some of those answers with you while you weigh in on the conversation, too. But we're going to hit pause here, come back, and uh, turn our attention to Arkansas State for a moment. Just share some updates there. We'll return in a moment here on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing 
amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, Can I Ride With You guy, and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. We're all looking for ways to enjoy the spring weather. But before you head outdoors, head to Mr. T's at Riverside. You know Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with hundreds of selections from around the world available. Whether it's across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Cardwell or in the curve at Red Onion, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Cole's Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products, responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group needs qualified machine press operators and production supervisors. Come work in a climate-controlled environment with great benefits and a four-day work week with weekends off. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. Visiting with A-State pitcher Carter Holt. Most people that have hip surgery, they aren't young. I would hang out with people that were like 80 years old, and they're like, oh, we just had the same surgery you did, sweetie. And you know how that makes you feel like I'm working out with grandmas all day. Like, that's what I was doing. So, Start eating dinner at 4 o'clock? Mm-hmm, dinner at 4 o'clock, coffee at 6.30 a.m., you know, like reading magazines, crossword puzzles, all the above. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year. Help police by not escalating. Address any complaints after the encounter. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
Quick heads up. St. Louis Cardinal baseball is underway. Uh, on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. Yes, we'd love it if you hung out with us all day. But if you cheat on us for a little Cardinals baseball, we'll, I mean, we'll get over it. Also, we'd never really know. So <laughs> you could always just lie to us and be like, ah, we listened the whole time. All the way through noon to two. Totally didn't switch over to any Cardinal baseball. But uh, nothing, nothing right now. This game has just gotten under the underway. It's it's the top of the first with one out. Uh, Steven Matz is pitching for the Cardinals. He's had a couple of good starts back-to-back. And then uh, they're going to be faced by, uh, for the Mets, I think it's Carlos Carrasco who is pitching. And the Mets just have a otherworldly rotation right now. So Without uh, Jacob DeGrom. Yes, That's the yes. amazing part. So his numbers are just as good as everybody else the Mets has thrown out there this week. And we'll see if maybe the Cardinals can find a way to, to break through in this one. Um, well, at all after last night's shutout or, or earlier than they did the previous night where they didn't play any runs until the eighth inning. Are the Cardinals not hitting or are the Mets pitchers just that good right now? I, I honestly think it's both. Yeah. I, I really do because you look at, one, I think the Mets have allowed the fewest runs in – the National League and their starting rotation—it's even better than than their bullpen. Some of the some of the runs they've given up has been because their bullpen have been tagged later. Their pitching is really really good, but I don't get a little a little little concerned with the Cardinals' offense. Everything is early; it's a small sample size, but I don't love some of the numbers right now. Uh, we will. Follow back up on that conversation later and, of course, bring you plenty of updates throughout the course of today's today's Cardinal game. Did mention some A-State talk we're going to throw at you in a moment, but uh, might as well welcome in Red Wolf Mark to the conversation first. What's up? Uh, Miss Kara, I'll find out something we can do. What are you about to ask me for? Okay. Okay. Keith Merritt could be that new AD. Okay. And I could be, me and you, I could be the... Uh, Chancellor. Okay. And, and uh and I could hire you uh uh pay, pay you fifty million dollars a week to clean clean the chancellor's house. I okay I mean okay. Yeah, that that'd be good for you, wouldn't it? I I don't love cleaning, but I can learn to love it for that kind of a paycheck. It will be my favorite thing ever to do on the planet. I'm slightly curious where uh, you're going to get this $50 million a week. Are, are you going to be like embezzling or what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. and, uh, I think Keith Merrick, Keith Merrick could help you out a little bit. Him being the AD. You know, because he always says bottoms at the end of the game. Then when the hits, somebody hits the three. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say go Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, go everybody in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where did North Shadow Mirror go? He went to Miami. Went to Miami. Okay. All right. Uh, don't 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 know about Desi, do we? Sure don't. Okay. Um, let's go Red Wolves football team too. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll say already. Thank you. All righty. We'll see you. 9303776 is the number to call. What active player is the most fun to watch right now? We'll 
continue to debate that question with you all. But uh, Red Wolf Mark brought up some some transfers, which was actually part of the conversation we, we anticipated having with you in, in this segment. Um, but we'll actually start with, with football because uh, with the transfer deadline coming up on May 1st, which is Sunday, we've seen more additions to the portal for Arkansas State football. And you can find... Uh, the announcements for these young men on, you know, their own social media where they've been putting out messages on Twitter. But uh, yesterday, going back and, and flashing back to that news that came out after we were off air, uh, we saw defensive end Quentin Lee enter the portal. Uh, maybe not a super familiar name. Um, yes, he is another Q Lee, but he did not get as many reps or as much on-field time as that other Q Lee that we all loved watching. But then another one was uh, linebacker C.J. Harris. Uh, C.J. Harris um, was a guy that that did get into several games last year and was kind of viewed as as a good depth piece there in that linebacker room. But since there does seem to actually somewhat be depth in that linebacker room now, this is not um, this is not you know an, an end of the world departure. C.J. is also transferring for the best of reasons. He's got his degree, and he's going to veterinary school. So, yes, that is what he is looking for um, now. He is he is uh, he's just a redshirt sophomore, but in he, terms of athletic eligibility, in terms of athletic eligibility, but he is graduated. Yeah, and he's going to have three years of eligibility remaining. And uh, he actually put out, you know, like so many student athletes do, put out uh, a, a little you know um, graphic on Twitter with his. Farewell notes, but uh, did say in his write-up that with three years of eligibility remaining, I intend to pursue a graduate degree in animal and veterinary science. Uh, this will not, this was not an easy decision. I will definitely miss all that is A-State. Thank you and Wolves Up. Uh, there is an animal science degree at Arkansas State that is offered, but there is not a veterinary school, as we are all aware of. So, if this is, you there, know, there are not many yeah. veterinary schools. If if this is what uh, the future holds for CJ Harris, then then this is obviously the end of the line for him at Arkansas State. So I mean, I I can think of one off the top of my head. Iowa State, LSU, and Auburn. Okay, I think are some that are local as well. And one of the reasons I'm I'm familiar with with LSU having a veterinary school is one, and I'm pretty sure that's where all the degrees in my vet's office <laughs> come from. Come from LSU. And then two, uh, JC, uh, who of course is uh, hosts the show before us on RWRC radio. His daughter uh, is, I think actually just graduated from veterinary school. And, and for a little bit, she worked at my vet's office. So she was, she was very kind to my Yachty Mo. So I've kind of enjoyed seeing JC, you know, update about her, um, academic and future veterinary career because she was she was really kind, uh, but yeah, but that's just that's that's not an option for C.J. Harris in Jonesboro, and it, the only thing that kind of makes me sad about this because obviously it sounds like he's got bright things in his future, but you know you go back over the past um, couple of months and there has been a real devoted effort to getting Arkansas State football out in the community, and one way they've really done this uh, gone hard is by getting some of these football players into like elementary and junior high campuses and have them interacting with with the kids. And one of my favorite videos that came out this spring, there was uh, CJ Harris on a playground and he was kind of running around with with some kids and they were all hitting the gritty and like everybody just had like thousand megawatt smiles on their faces. And so 
uh, obviously a, a great personality there for, yeah. for that young man. So uh, that being said, I mean, look, this is, you know, you start to see another name come out and another name come out and another name come out and you're just going, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, in fact, if you go back to the beginning of the 2021 season, Arkansas State has seen 24 players hit the portal. And again, you know, some of these are, are big names that jump out at you, like Lincoln Perry and, you know, Terry Hampton, Vidal Scott, Corey Rucker, Andre Harris, Blake Groupie. Those are all guys that started for A-State last year in addition to, you know, Romanic and Hatcher. But uh, some of the other guys that departed were a little bit further down the depth chart. They've since landed at, at FCS schools and uh, did not have a D1 transfer. But I, I am kind of wondering now, and by the way, I don't, I don't have the answer to this. I'm kind of just talking out loud, but I, I'm just curious what these roster numbers are at for Butch Jones because um, recruiting math takes takes an advanced degree, and you can't tell me otherwise. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, you've got your number of, of scholarships, but some of these young men that transferred out, they were walk-ons, so they didn't count for that total anyway. Yeah, they didn't count against the team total of 85. So – You've also got, you know, so you've got scholarship players that are departed. You've got, of course, players who departed last year because they graduated. You have got uh, incoming freshmen. You have got incoming transfers. You will have incoming transfers that are walk-ons, incoming freshmen that are walk-ons, players who were walk-ons last year that performed well and will get put on a scholarship. So I don't know. I have no idea how many players Butch Jones could potentially add to this class. Somewhere between 1 and 50. That's that's my guess. (laughs) Not even not even that high. Honestly, it's probably somewhere between the numbers of of one and five. Uh, it's still probably a really low number. Uh, but uh, again, I would I would anticipate. <laughs> Sorry, I would anticipate a, a couple more uh, before the end of the week. We are still having adventures with microphones in the oh. yeah. KNEA studio. One of these days, it will be fixed. We have spent this week fighting with printers, fighting with streaming, and fighting with microphones. And right now we're 0 for 3 yeah. in all of those battles. So I just want to win I want to win one, one of yeah. those battles before See, the I try. I don't like the cord dangling out here, but that's what it's going to have to do because it just won't stick. So we're just going to deal with the dangling. Uh, let's go to the phones and check in with Mark. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. Good to hear from you. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, hearing you talk about recruiting and stuff, I know that you're talking about football, but has there been any kind of positive come out about the men's basketball program? Right now, I think they're still looking for additional players. There's still roster spots open. Uh, they did make the official announcement, um, I believe, last week um, that uh, Dietrich Reeves had joined the program, of course. He was, uh, he was actually offered out of high school at Marion by these A-State coaches, so there was already a bit of a relationship uh, belt, built up there. Uh, but that is the only signee that has been announced um, recently. Now, the men did go out and sign two players in the early period, but I think this means there's still four scholarships open, I think. So is it for sure that Andy Fields is gone, or is he still up in the air on that? I don't know. 
Um, I, I don't know, and, and Mike Bellotto is probably the only one that can that can answer that question. Well, Desi and, and, and Mike Bellotto, obviously. Yeah, th- those two might know. Desi's the only one I'm sure knows. Desi, you know, every player gets kind of one free transfer now, and you can also get a graduate transfer. Desi has ob- already obviously used his one transfer in moving from Arkansas to Arkansas State, so if he were to transfer again he would have to have graduated. I don't know 100% Desi's academic status, but just based on what I've heard, I've kind of been led to believe that he is is not poised to graduate right now, which means he would have to sit out a year if he transferred again. So I'm not sure what the what what all is going through his thought process before he figures out his next step. Okay. And uh, one other thing, I've asked you several times on the show about Antoine Fagan. Yeah. Well, at the spring game, I heard his name quite a few times, and there was many times I'd never seen him on the sidelines. But now I know that he's in the transfer portal, so good luck. I mean, good luck to everybody that's in the transfer portal. I hope they find the landing spot. The odds don't seem very well for them, yeah. but good luck to them. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for taking my call. Then. Thanks, that's Mark. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, you know, Antoine Fagan's um, – was was a cool story when he landed here. I mean, he and he and all of his uh, brothers. It's it's a football family. There's a, a lot of talent in that family. There was uh, Antoine and Traquan and Delvon, and then there's I think Anquan that's going to be coming up and is a 2025 that I think Arkansas State has already chatted with. But uh, they're they're like uh, basically they're an entire secondary because they all play defensive back. And uh, all super talented. And in addition to that, you know, Antoine Fagan's had the connection here that Marquise Davis uh, for men's basketball is his cousin. So back in the day, the, the kind of dream was that, you know, maybe you get a family affair. You just get a backfield of Fagan's. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, Antoine didn't see a lot of time on the field here. Uh, Traquan is, um, had an offer from every program in the country. He eventually signed with Alabama. I'm not sure about Delvon. And again, Anquan is still a few years away. But... Uh, yeah, Antoine Fagan's one of the players that, that did announce that he was going into the portal. And, and Mark brings, brings up a good point, even though I'm not going to continue to follow these 24 young men that have put their name in, in the portal. I'm, I'm not really going to keep up with their careers, with the exception of the guys that are transferring to Sunbelt schools, because then you'll see news you'll see about them, them weekly. Uh, but I, I just hope... I hope everybody finds a landing spot because while obviously we view everything through through a sports lens and so many things through a football lens, I become concerned about what happens to the players now that that don't get the opportunity. Because again, it's not just the fact that their football career is probably an, at, an, at an end. It also means that without football, their academic career is probably at an end. Or at least it's definitely at an end for getting it for free. And then you have to figure out what the next step is for, for these young men and, and, of course, the young women that are transferring as well. And I, I don't think that picture is, is super clear yet on how many players who get stuck in portal purgatory are actually able to continue their academic career. I, there will be some that won't. Yeah, and that's just tough. I don't know who, but there will be some that won't. There are, you know, if you go in and you check all of these different portal sites. One, a lot of a lot of them have been not been updated right now because there's so much news. There's just so much news. So um, there are some destinations where players have landed that have not been updated on like the 24-7 side or verbal commits or things like that. 
But just looking at, you know, the the A-State guys, there have been a couple of players uh, that, that left A-State and are now at FCS schools. Um, Detravion Green is at UCA. Antonio Fletcher, uh, Javen Hawes are at Southern Illinois. Um, Nason Simmons is at Tennessee Tech. Avery Demons is at Idaho State. So you don't see updates on those players, but several of these guys have had a landing spot. Additionally, looking at the five transfers for men's basketball, everybody knows where Omir is, but but Keon Wesley has found a home at Alabama State, and Mario Fantina has found a home at uh, Monticello. So there are some guys that are getting other opportunities. It's just not making the headlines. Because, again, when you cheer for a guy for a little bit, you you want them to be okay. You might not continue to follow their story, but you don't want anything bad to happen to them yeah. after they leave, or at least I don't. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but... Um, anyways, I've just got to quit running my mouth about this for a moment. We need to take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll continue this discussion after the break on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Get sales tax paid now at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro. Every May, every model, new or pre-owned, like a new 2022 Ford F-150. Sales tax paid for a new 2022 Ford Ranger. Sales tax paid for a certified pre-owned 2021 Ford F-150. Sales tax paid. Check out our entire inventory at KavanaughFord.com, where every car, truck, and SUV has rights to sell. Plus, top dollar for your trade and low payments available. Every make, every model, new or pre-owned. We're paying your sales tax like a new 2022 Ford F-150. Sales tax paid for a new 2022 Ford Ranger. Sales tax paid for a certified pre-owned 2021 Ford F-150. Sales tax paid. No other dealer can offer the best service, selection, and sales tax pay. Offer good now through the end of the month. Only at Kavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Sales tax paid up to $1,000. Offer good now through the end of the month. See dealer Do you often divide the dinner bill with friends or family? Now you can split the cost of that check with Zelle, a fast, safe, and easy way to send money to people you know and trust right from your MeBanking online and MeBanking mobile account. So after you split the meal, make sure you split the bill with Zelle. Ask a representative at Farmers and Merchants Bank or the Bank of Fayetteville for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jones wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Corn and soybeans still on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. May corn at 8, 17 and 3 quarters, up 14 and a half. With July corn at 8, 14 and a half, up 13. May soybeans at 17, 26 and a half, up 21 and a quarter. With July soybeans at 16, 87 and a quarter, up 15 and a half. May wheat at 10, 78 and a quarter, down 5. With July wheat at 10, 90 and a quarter, down 4 and 3 quarters. May cotton at 142, 97, up 44. With July cotton up 5 full at 146.68. May rice at 16, 52, down 23 cents. With July rice at 16, 94, down 16. 
Moving on to livestock now. April live cattle 139.22 and a half down 77 and a half. With June live cattle 134.72 and a half down 152 and a half. April feeder cattle 156.32 and a half up 12 and a half. May feeder cattle 158.35 down 237 and a half. May lane hogs at 104.20 down a dollar. With June lane hogs at 110.47 and a half down 70. That's your EAB noon market report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying new crop corn and Milo direct from local farmers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn? Corn and Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn and Milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, Kato hanging out with you today again. Apologies that we don't have an A-State spotlight for you. Uh, this afternoon, that was just a scheduling oopsie on my part. But, uh, yeah, but uh, we anticipate, of course, continuing to check in with the Arkansas State coaches throughout the spring. And uh, the next time we do so, it will be brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Uh, looking around, Cardinals up one to nothing on the New York Mets. And, Keith, I did not see how this run scored. You got the play-by-play for us. Uh, Corey Dickerson okay. knocked in Tyler O'Neill, who reached on an error by Francisco Lindor. Nolan Arenado, who is slightly less hot in the surface of the sun, singled, and so did Dickerson. And that was all they got in the first. Go to the second, leading one zip. Uh, Cardinals, at least, well, in one inning, they matched their hit total from last night, as they yeah. already have two on the board, so a positive note there, but... Uh, of course, this one now in the top of the second. Nobody out. Uh, one on. Two on. Runners on first and second. Nobody out for the New York Mets. So we will continue to update. 9303776. Uh, any sport, any level, what active player is the most fun to watch right now? Prior to that, uh, we were talking, you know, some transfer portal with you and I did put out a list of all of Arkansas State's outgoing players earlier today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie also put out a list of the incoming ones as well uh did leave out a player because of course I did pretty much as soon as I posted it I <laughs> realized that I had uh, failed to put Shai Kachev a long snapper on the list but uh elsewhere pretty much had it had it covered um, a quick note on uh, A-State this is actually going to be a short segment we're about to go back into commercial but uh, I know everybody's kind of curious about what is going on with the AD search? I don't have any big news for you. I don't have a list of names or anything like that. But I will tell you that the D1 ticker and college AD, 
uh, are reporting that Arkansas State is again going to be using a search firm, and it sounds like it's going to be Turnkey ZRG. That's kind of one of the big ones in the athletic world right now, and they assisted in Arkansas State's most recent search firm for an AD, which of course was back about 13 months ago. And what they do, Turnkey doesn't pick out the AD, but what they do is they go through and they they run back check, background checks on everybody. So you can eliminate any candidate that might put your university in a negative light. They go through and they identify, you know, quality candidates. And then they also go through and they deal with a lot of the logistics of setting up the interviews and the visits and the conversations and things like that. Uh, one of the reasons they exist is so that way uh, you kind of take FOI out of the equation because if they're running all of the background and setting up a lot of stuff, you don't have college presidents and other leaders texting different people and having those phone records and emails uh, able to be Being a part public of public record. record. Yeah. So, so the search firm is here uh, in college athletics indefinitely. <laughs> oh, to stay. Yeah. To yeah. stay. Um, th- that's interesting that A-State's going with a, in a search firm again. But here is what I found even more interesting uh, quote, potential candidates are already starting to be contacted, end quote. So again, it looks like this could possibly move quickly. It was just last Thursday when Tom Bowen announced uh, that he was stepping down due to health issues. And now here we are less than a week later, and it looks like they're already touching base with some candidates. So uh, I, I think, you know, in that uh, interview Chuck Welch did with Chris Hudgerson of KIT, he did mention that, you know, three weeks a month is what they might be looking for in terms of a timeline. Actually, I don't know if he gave a definite timeline, but he said quickly. And if you go yeah. back to the last search, it took one month and one day. So we might that's just, quick. Yeah, we might just jokingly start putting some over unders on uh, the date of the next hire because it was again um, April twenty first when Tom Bowen departed. So we'll circle. I wish I could look into the month of May and just know what a slow news day would be. So that the way I would speak that announcement into <laughs> into fruition. Maybe it'll be a slow news day on May 19th and they can hit us with some AD news. That would work for me. Need to look at the sports calendar first. But, uh, but uh, again, potential candidates reportedly already being contacted. So we'll see how this uh, develops. We need to take one more break this hour. We'll do so. We'll come back. We'll get some answers from Keith on today's KavanaughCars.com question right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you didn't follow the NBA during the regular season, you might not have been aware of the jump John Morant made in his game. Last night, Morant put all of those skills on display. The Grizzlies were down double digits with less than seven minutes to go. Morant responded by scoring 18 in the fourth quarter, helping the Grizzlies pass the Timberwolves. Morant would finish with 30, 13, and 9. If that wasn't enough, Morant added an electrifying dunk and hit the game-winning shot with one second to spare. Morant has been one of the NBA's most talked-about players this year, But last night's performance really solidified him as an emerging superstar. It's one thing to have this type of game in the regular season, but a playoff game is a whole different animal. That should make the rest of the Western Conference nervous because he's just 22 years of age. There's a pretty good chance John Moran is just beginning to be a star. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 
And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all Hey y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for My Tire and Wheel Store. Local Tire and Wheel and Nick Robinson joins me and Nick. People are all kinds of fired up, all kinds of excited because Local Tire and Wheel is now offering six months, same as cash. That's right. Customers asked for it over this past year and we really feel like we're coming through with it. Six months, same as cash is now here at Local Tire and Wheel. I think it's pretty obvious in life, most of us don't budget for tires. We don't put money back, but when we need them, we need them. Absolutely. Tires are a necessity and whether you think about it or not, now we've got a program that can offer you good quality quality, safe tires, and an affordable price. So $20 gets you started on the tires you need and the wheels you want with no credit check and everybody approved. And hey, we know life is expensive right now, so we're making things easier with this six months, same as cash, with the same great service we've always had. So six months, same as cash, $20 gets you started, no credit check, everyone approved. It's Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, localtireandwheel.com, and on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist. Healthcare for the next century. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-935. 1907. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes here in this noon hour means we've just got a couple more minutes to, to kind of pick Keith Merritt's brain here. Is that <laughs> oh, he's got some answers for our capitalcars.com question, which again, uh, asking you today, and this can be this can be any sport, any level. I want to know what active player is the most fun to watch right now. Who do you just really enjoy tuning in for? Whether it's your team or not, just a player that if you see him on TV, you're going to stop what you're doing and, and pay attention to what they're doing for a couple plays or a couple pitches or a quarter or a period or whatever. Now, John's um, got to be... Yeah, yeah, right up top on that list. But 
I was thinking, okay, let's let's break it down by sport. Football, NFL, probably Patrick Mahomes yeah. still. Um, baseball, Shohei Otani because he does stuff nobody else has done since the babe. <laughs> yeah. So. He's the only dude doing that He's right now in our lifetime. That, yeah. Um, hockey, Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers. He can skate through an entire team. Although, uh, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs, kid who learned his hockey in Phoenix, <laughs> has 60 goals, which is a bunch. So... He's also an interesting background. Yeah. <laughs> he does not have the traditional hockey background. He is the first Arizonan <laughs> to be a star in the NHL. Yeah, Connor McDavid's a little boring by, you know, that aspect. He was just he was just born in Ontario. Yeah. Very very generic hockey background. Of course he's really good, so he can be He's he really can be really good. He he's fun to watch. Igor Shesterkin, goalie for the New York Rangers, does weird stuff to get in the way of the puck. He stops goals. He's fun to watch. That last name again? Igor Shesterkin. Okay. I almost said Gesundheit, but... Yeah, that that's... He's pretty good, too. That yeah. Gesundheit guy? <laughs> I've known him forever. <laughs> Before you get out of here today, give us the, the quick uh, blues rundown. What's going on there? And well, they they've been on a heater. They finally lost one last night to Colorado. They got one more left Friday against Vegas. Vegas may be out of the playoffs by then. And then the Blues play the Minnesota Wild. I don't know who's going to have home ice advantage, but the Blues are going to play the Minnesota Wild. Okay, I was curious if that had been decided or not. You know, when it is NBA playoff time, that usually means it's it's NHL playoff time, and Stanley I can't remember Cup the yeah. Start. Not this week, but next week. Okay. I couldn't remember the exact timeline, but there's always a, a lot of overlap, so I wanted to make sure I hadn't had missed the start the yet. L.A. Kings. Uh, Blues are playing a wild. And the others are still, who TBD, plays who, yeah. are still to be determined. Next we don't know who's playing the NBA on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> They've got contingency plans. It could be. The Grizzlies and the Warriors, but uh, obviously both of those teams have some work to do to, to get to that yeah, point, to be able to have a game on Sunday. We do know the Grizzlies playing again on Friday with the opportunity to kind of put the nail in the coffin of the Timberwolves. So we'll Hammer, see. nail, yeah. coffin. Whoop that trick. Did I do it right? <laughs> you did. You did. Made my day getting Keith Merritt to say whoop that trick on the, on the broadcast. <laughs> a good way to wrap it up we'll talk uh, probably some more grizzlies some cardinals and, and some hockey with you tomorrow yeah i'll be here tomorrow as always we appreciate keith merritt hanging out with us uh for uh for the first hour today uh, but he's gonna depart and we're gonna stay right here because we've still got a lot to get into we'll continue to keep you updated on the cardinals still scoreless in the top of the second although the bases are loaded with two outs but uh, we'll look at that plenty and of course, uh, we barely even scratched the surface on that Grizzlies win over the Timberwolves last night. It was a fun one, and you know we want to talk about it. So we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it here for the second hour of the Workday Red Zone right after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network's Sports Update. Brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. In the NBA playoffs last night in Memphis, John Morant's wild off-balance layup with one second left in regulation. Game Memphis a 111-109 comeback win over Minnesota. In the fifth game of the Western Quarterfinal Series, Memphis now up three games to two. They'll look to clinch the series on Friday in Minneapolis. If they need Game 7, it'll be Sunday in Memphis. In Major League Baseball, the Cardinals looking to avoid a sweep at the hands of the New York Mets this afternoon. In the final game of their three-game series, Mets won 3-0 last night. This evening, it's former Mets Stephen Matz facing his old team. New York has Carlos Carrasco on the mound. Carrasco gave up a two-out single to Corey Dickerson to drive in a run for St. Louis in the bottom of the first. They lead 1-0 that game in the second on our sister station, 95-9 the Wolf. And the Razorbacks needed a wild pitch from UCA in the bottom of the 10th last night in North Little Rock to beat the Bears by a score of 2-1. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plans of Tire Service. And that's the latest for the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, Paragool, tired of high prices at the grocery store? Well, Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Wholesale to the public. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Family packs of steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragool outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Chill and Grill also has T-bones, New York strips, fillets, boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and a variety of seafood and shrimp. Don't miss out. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragould outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for just 40 bucks. While supplies last. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 11.30 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits and a sign-on bonus today with The basketball playoffs are here, and you can wager on all the games with the Bentley Sportsbook from Southland Casino. It's the only online sportsbook live in Arkansas. Visit Bentley.com to sign up and cash in on your up to $250 risk-free first bet. Bentley's online sports betting offers real paydays. Place bets on pro and amateur sports, including the local teams with Bentley. B-E-T-L-Y.com. Plus, you'll get paid in cash. The Bentley Sportsbook's easy action is a slam dunk. Take your shot today. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, back for hour number two of the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Ticket Radio Network. It's Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton with you today. Appreciate Keith Merritt hanging out with us for hour number one. He'll be back with us tomorrow at noon. Uh, but we've still got a lot to get into today. We'll throw out today's KavanaughCars.com question first and then uh, update the Cardinal game. <laughs> uh, any sport, any level, what active player is the most fun to watch right now? Uh, based shockingly on the performance of John Morant last night, which was quite enjoyable. At least fourth quarter jaw was very enjoyable. Uh, the first three quarters were kind of like, good. yeah, you're just like, John, man, get it together, come on. But fourth quarter jaw was uh, was an absolute blast to watch. We'll continue to look more at that game as we go along. Our question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Always a pretty enjoyable shopping experience because there's so much you can do. There at the website. Uh, first thing first, you can go through and scroll and uh, pick out your perfect vehicle. You can search through their new inventory, through their pre-owned inventory. You can search by year, by make, by model, by whatever whatever criteria you want to look through to be able to find your perfect ride. And then once you've got that picked out, uh, really everything else you can take care of before you go to the dealership. You can go ahead and find out what your trade is worth. You can get pre-approved, calculate your payments. If you really want to, you can buy that car from your couch. But all of that information is there for you at KavanaughCars.com. Did not go the Grizzlies' way uh, during the break. In fact, not the Grizzlies, excuse me. Uh, did not go the Cardinals' way during the break. I'm trying to talk about multiple teams and getting them confused. Last night did, yes, absolutely go the Grizzlies' way. But today, uh, not a good day so far for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Stephen Matz, you know, in his previous two outings, um, well, let me back up further than that. His first outing of the season, he stunk, okay? He gave up seven earned runs and three innings to Pittsburgh. They're not exactly an offensive powerhouse, so that was bad. That was bad, bad, bad. And I was really concerned, and I kind of overreacted a little bit because it was like, really, this dude is going to be the pitching depth savior here for this rotation? Okay, come on. But credit to Matt. He bounced back in his second and third start of the season. Uh, just shy of quality starts in his most recent performances. Um, no runs given up. Uh, a couple of weeks ago against Milwaukee, he went five and two-thirds, just an out shy of a quality start. Um, last week, he went five even against the Reds, only gave up one earned run. So you're like, all right, all right, maybe this guy's got it back together. Frenzy does not, in fact, seem to have it back together. Although it's only the middle of the second, uh, Matt's has already been touched for a couple four runs. So now uh, just with... An inning and a half in, the Cardinals are faced with a 4-1 deficit. Uh, the way the Mets were able to score, there were there were uh, two outs in the inning. But there were back-to-back two-run doubles from Tomas Nito and, and Brandon Emoy. So the Mets uh, now with a sizable advantage. And if, if the Cardinals' offense looks like it has for the previous two games of this series, this one's already over. Um Again, it's early, and they can certainly 
uh, play better and, and rally to get some hits. But uh, the Cardinals have just not looked good in this series against the Mets. We'll complain about it more later, but uh, we'll circle back around to the Grizzlies, who apparently I was trying to talk about a second ago. <laughs> but uh, they come out with a, a 111-109 win last night that was 1,000% sparked by by John Morant. Of course, he was not the only player in that game who had some good moments. And we'll get to Brandon Clark, who was an unsung hero of that game. But you continue to look at how gr- the Grizzlies are, are making these comebacks. Um, and once again, you know, they were able to pull off another one. Uh, you go back to last night's game. They kind of made history with that comeback. And they did so. By becoming, let me make sure I word this correctly. Thank you to ESPN Stats and Info. They're the first team in NBA history to have multiple wins in a single playoff series in which they trailed by double digits entering the fourth quarter. Again, first team in a playoff series to do that. The 2020 Heat did that twice in a single postseason. But the Grizzlies have done it now in, in one series. That being said... I would totally be okay with another Game 2 performance where the Grizzlies just go out and kick butt and take names and it's almost a wire-to-wire win. I think we would all breathe a little bit easier if if that was the case because although the Grizzlies were able to come out on top last night, you still had a game where throughout, you know, 46 minutes, you felt like this team was on the edge of disaster. Um, It's just kind of hard to to wrap your head around why the Grizzlies have struggled so much in in this series. Now, part of it is the fact that, um, you know, despite all the wins that this team got without him in the regular season, this team goes the way that Ja goes. And for the first three quarters, again, Ja did not play well. He had as many turnovers as he had made field goals, and those numbers should not be even. But once fourth quarter Ja came into that game, or livened up or whatever, took over, got irritated enough at Pat Beverly to start showing out, um, then it just felt like uh, everything kind of changed. That dunk again was just massive um, that he had. It just it swung the momentum. It re-energized the crowd. It sparked the rally. And then all of a sudden, not that you knew after that that a Grizzlies win was inevitable, but you'd already seen this team fight back enough in this series to know that they certainly should not be counted out until the buzzer sounded. And they were able to pull off, uh, pull off that win. The final seconds of that game were... <laughs> were insane. With about 20 seconds left to go, there was just some goofy basketball being played. Uh, Both teams had additional opportunities to win it and coughed it up until eventually, you know, it landed in Jaws' hands and and he was able to get that finish with with one second left. Um, Again, uh, Brandon Clark, kind of an an unsung hero in this game. Um, He had a really, really good performance and... Again, this kind of just continues to show that this this is a deep Grizzlies team because, you know, no one player can do it by themselves. You know, Jaw certainly can't, although he took over in the fourth quarter. But we've seen different guys throughout this contest step up and have big moments. For Clark last night, it was was his rebounding that was so key. Uh, What did he end up with? 15 rebounds, I think, in this contest? Yeah, like seven offensive rebounds. And pretty much every offensive rebound he got was at a crucial point. Yeah. So he was able to step up and just have uh, some really, really crucial moments. But, uh, man, that uh, that dunk. <laughs> dunk of the year for Ja. In fact, uh, when you click on the Grizzlies page on ESPN right now, the top post is a debate of where that dunk ranks in playoff history. 
all-time playoff history. Where do you slot that one in there? But uh, we'll at least say that it's the dunk of the year by John Morant, who, again, has already had about five dunks of the year leading up to last night. But uh, good stuff all around. He finished with 30 points, by the way. Uh, so he finally had, you know, that that kind of performance that you would expect. He was just one assist shy of a triple-double as he also finished with 13 rebounds and, and nine assists. But, you know, we mentioned, gosh, maybe just yesterday, that he needed to elevate his game because he's been a star all season. But superstars, legends, incredible moments, those are those are decided in the playoffs. And he had that moment last night. He had that superstar quarter. He had that superstar play, both with the dunk and then, of course, with the layup that won it. So hopefully this is what we can see from jaw moving forward uh 21 and 15 actually is what brandon clark ended up with last night of course you had another um not as good of a performance by bain in terms of shooting percentage but he still finished with 25 and jaron jackson jr god love him one day will be eligible to play for all 48 minutes he finished with 12 points fouled out with about seven minutes left to go yeah i i have nothing good to say about jaron jackson i don't <laughs> i i'm sick of it I'm I'm beyond sick of it. At, you, at some point, you have to control yourself. You cannot keep fouling out of games. Yeah. You just can't do it. How many is that that he's fouled out of now in these five playoff games? Uh, I'm pretty sure he has like 24 fouls through five games or mm. something crazy like that. I'm pretty sure that was the number I saw on Twitter last night. Like you cannot, it, and it it would be different if his fouls were ticky tack or it's like oh that wasn't a good call. He literally ran over Carl Anthony Towns and then knocked Patrick Beverly to the deck for his first two fouls last night. Like, just stupid fouls. Things that the officials are not ever going to ignore. It has been an issue. You know, the Grizzlies have been able to, again, find some backup plans in there. But, you know, in terms of, of... Big bodies, you know, they're not playing Steven Adams right now because he does not match up well with the Timberwolves at all. So you already sh- short a body there. Um, so, again, ideally you would have Jaron J- J3 out there for more than 18 minutes in a contest. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the problem because he doesn't have Adams out there to supplement him and so he's playing crazy. But, like, it, it just every foul he commits is just a dumb foul. Yeah. Not good. If the Grizzlies lost last night, I mean, that would have been the story. Like, that would have been the story across the the national and the local landscape is that Jaron Jackson has not shown up to play this series once. The Grizzlies now have to truck it back on over to Minnesota. Not really on over, more like up. Uh, (laughs) Head up north and, and try and close out that series. I... Certainly hope that's the case because, again, even though the Grizzlies are now up in this series 3-2, to two, there's nothing about this series that has felt safe for really any part of it. Um, even after – you felt good after game two, but the Grizzlies, again, just played so inconsistently throughout this. They've been prone to giving up so many big shots throughout this that nothing has really felt, felt safe. But uh, that game coming up on Friday – and we will talk more about it then. I don't think there's a, not a start time set for it yet because still waiting to see how some other action shakes out around the NBA. Uh, looking at the other games from last night and what happened in the association. We saw uh, the Heat uh, get past the Hawks. That was a short series 4-1. to Phoenix, even without Devin Booker, 
uh, was able to get um, not a super easy win, but they, they looked better than the Pelicans for most of that game, as they should. And uh, so they're now up 3-2 to two in that series. We could see two series closed out tonight, possibly. Uh, Milwaukee can send the Bulls home. They're shorthanded. Zach Levine not playing. Uh, and then the Warriors could go ahead and, and get past the Nuggets tonight as Golden State is up in that series 3-1. to one. Of course, whoever wins that series uh, ends up facing Memphis. And if the Warriors win tonight and if the Grizzlies win on Friday, then we would see Game 1 of that series on Sunday at 12.30. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of ifs over these next few days. So we'll continue to update when there is more information there. Of course... Uh, some of the highlights from last night were not necessarily things that happened in the game. I think uh, a lot of people by now have probably seen the video of Usher sitting courtside with <laughs> with John Morant's dad, T. Uh, it was funny at the beginning of this series, there was a tweet that kind of went viral where somebody had commented that they saw T. Morant uh, sitting courtside thought it was Usher for a moment. So the Grizzlies, if you haven't seen this video, did something pretty funny last night. They had kind of that look-alike uh, contest where they would show a famous person or character on the screen and then pick out a fan in the audience that looked like said character. So first they do like Jack Harlow and it's just this dude with floppy hair or whatever. Yeah. And then they do a um, a minion. It was kind of funny. It was a woman dressed in she had on her Grizzlies gear, but she was dressed there in, in yellow and blue and that was funny and she seemed to be a good sport about it. And then the next famous person they put on the screen was a picture of Usher. And I think from the way it sounded in that video, it sounded like everybody in the arena knew what was coming, that they were about to yeah, show Yeah, because I think T. Morant, Morant, like they had come down to him and Usher and been like, hey, this is about to happen. Because he still had like the paper in his hand whenever they showed him the video board. So they show T. Morant and everybody has a good laugh and then they pan the camera next to T and turns out it's Usher. And I'm really curious if the guys decided to dress alike or not because they both had on black t-shirts. Both had on, uh, you know, necklaces, although Usher's chains were a little bit heavier, pricier, <laughs> and insane than the team rants, but I still thought it was cool. So I don't know who managed to finagle getting Usher in the building, but it was it was a pretty funny moment. And I've, I've watched, uh, I don't normally keep up with, with Usher, but I have gone and looked at his Instagram today, and he also posted the video following right after the Grizzlies won. And it looked like he was having a good time. And, uh, of course, he had whooped that trick playing in the background. So it was it was pretty good stuff all around. So not going to be mad about more people getting on the Grizzlies bandwagon, including celebrities. Uh, that was one of two videos that made me smile that I saw on social media last night. One more, and I don't know where this came from, but it was a video of young Kari Morant, John Morant's daughter, watching the game and saying, Whoop that trick, Daddy! <laughs> It was uh, one of the most adorable and hilarious things I've ever seen uh, because apparently that's her favorite song. She is maybe two years old. Good times. Yeah, all right then. Good times in Memphis. But hey, look, that's the song. That's Memphis's rallying cry. Uh, it just is what it is. It's funny. And now, you know, when you hear it coming, everybody gets excited and celebrates and and uh, everything else. But uh that's uh, some of the good things I saw last night. Also, if you've got time today, go find the NBA on TNT video on social media, making fun of the Nets. Parody of the office. You won't be mad. <laughs> we need to hit pause here. We'll come back and uh, 
switch gears and continue to update you on the Cardinals right after this on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. It's springtime and your friends at the Ticket Radio Network are ready for all the fun that comes with it. We're home to every A-State baseball game the rest of the season. Plus, home of the Memphis Grizzlies as they make their run through the playoffs. And be sure to listen every weekday to the Front Row with Budrow from 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And the Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore assurance guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more at Glen Sane, we're going to continue telling our stories, mentioning our troops, and Kurt, Todd, and myself telling you how much we appreciate all that you do for us. Because of your support, you have helped us grow and be successful in this business since 1954. We realize we can't please everyone, but I can assure you that our families at Glen Sane will work harder than anyone to please you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Glen Sane, and God bless our troops. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Total Health. And if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. You see, at Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. And they have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no need to drive hours away to get the medicine that's going to help you lose weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite total health and y'all most of their current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days with many losing as much as 15 16 or 17 pounds in only 30 days schedule your weight loss consultation today with elite total health they're open monday through friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on saturday call 870-206-8250 go see him at 2203 east nettleton in jonesboro right next door to elite men's health and rob taylor state farm and find out more on facebook when you search elite total health Jonesboro. Get guaranteed low prices from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always say big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, certified Angus beef boneless chuck roast, $3.98 a pound. A 10-pound bag of Tyson drumsticks, $5.98. Selected two-liter varieties of Pepsi products, $1.38 each. And fresh red grapes, 88 cents a pound. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. 
It truly is a show about local sports. Plus, you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out with you, asking you today what player, any sport, any level, is the most fun to watch right now. Um, I don't know about anybody really on the Cardinals that I'm excited to see. Obviously, I've been excited to, to continue to watch um, Jordan Hicks and uh, how he has fared in terms of, you know, making his transition to become a starter. But uh, other baseball names that you all have thrown out today, Mike Trout, of course, always, and uh, Otani as well. But again, uh, any sport, you can throw that at us. Cardinals still trailing 4-1. to one. Uh, Matt's flirted with a little bit of danger in the top of the third, but ultimately, Mets come out of that one scoreless. So now it is on the Cardinals trying to get it back together. Tommy Edmond currently at the plate. And uh, Carlos Carrasco pitching for the Mets. And the Mets, again, just have their uh, <laughs> their rotation this year is stupid. It is stupid good. And this is a rotation that is out that is without Jacob deGrom. And it's like they don't even miss him. Kind of unreal. Let's go to the phones and we'll check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Good. You? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, especially after last night, man. I was down in the dumpster that first quarter. Actually, first half, the way Job was playing. and Missing free throws and, oh, gosh. I was like, no, no, no. But he turned it around. I mean, he, he definitely redeemed himself. He had that highlight reel dunk and then that uh, the go-ahead uh, uh, basket to win the game there at the end with one second left. So, man, better late than never, right? Yeah, it took him. It took him thirty six minutes of gameplay almost exactly to be able to <laughs> to work through the kinks and get it together and and come out looking good. But when he decided to turn it on, I mean, there's not there's not many people out there who are going to pour in eighteen points in the fourth quarter, and you know that's the most in a quarter in Grizzlies playoff history. So he definitely put on a show to finish things out, and it definitely was a better late than never feel to it. Was he once again one rebound or one assist shot with triple double as well? He was one assist shy. It was 30-13-9, I think was his stat line. Okay. Those are almost like Russell Westbrook numbers, except not at the expense of your team. Yeah. He did, you know, Um, he has had to work for a lot of his points. You know, the shooting percentage for Jaw has not been as high um, in this series that I think a lot of people would like to to see, but it's not like he's just been taking awful, terrible – shots when there's been better options out there you know some of the things some of the shots he's missed are just shots that he made for a good bulk of this season and they're just not going in for him right now yeah yeah I agree with you on that I wanted to ask you to something as far as athletic six three point point guards go or just athletic six three guards for that matter would you say he's right there on par with Derrick Rose before he got hurt and his career went you know was never the same in Russell Westbrook I mean those are probably the two most athletic six three guards I've ever seen but I think Jaws right there with him. If not, he might he might be even more athletic. 
that is, you know, the common comparison on social media. I, I've never been a huge NBA person, and I, I didn't watch just a ton of D-Rose highlights, but um, that's when when people try and compare Jaws' game to somebody, that's usually the first name that pops up. Yeah. I mean, unreal athleticism right there. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a blockbuster. You know, he's the, he's the only Grizzly, I think, outside. If, if you're not a Memphis Grizzly fan, outside the fan base, people are paying money to see this guy. I'll give you kind of a, an example of that. So last night um, I recorded a podcast with a couple of guys from, from James Madison University. Of course, they're coming into the Sun Belt. And uh, so they're kind of going around and, and interviewing different people from, from different schools and, and getting the skinny on the programs. James Madison is in Harrisonburg, West Virginia. So not even remotely close to this area. But when we scheduled it for last night, they were like, you know, we'll try and keep it as short as possible because we know you want to watch Ja and we do too. So... Again, there are people all over the country. When you have the the playmaking ability that he does, there are people all over the country that are that are following his story and following this team, and and kind of saw that you know a great example of that last night. Yeah, yeah. And let me ask y'all this: you know, I'm not so nervous about them playing Golden State next round if they get past T Whips because I, I always thought T Whips were were a harder matchup. You know, but I think they're going to have Steve, Steve Adams back in the second round, correct? I mean, I would assume you would play yeah. in the second round. I don't know. It probably depends yeah. on lineups. But I'm not – I mean, I I think our, our guard play can go toe-to-toe with uh, uh, theirs. I mean, Curry and Thompson, yeah, they're, they may go down as the greatest backcourt in history, but they got some age on them, and there's been some injuries. You know, uh, Jaw was hurt, hurt a little bit there throughout the year, but for the most part, he's got we, – we, we got youth on our side, and, you know, we – I mean, you think about it, those guys mm-hmm. – for about five years, the Warriors, they was playing in the finals, and that's, that's a lot of miles on that body, right? Yeah, you know, kind of in, in an ideal world, if you're scripting how, how this playoff goes, uh, how these playoffs go in the next next few games, it would be really, really, really nice for the Nuggets to get a win over the Warriors tonight and make that series go a little bit longer because um, if the Warriors win tonight and then the Grizzlies turn around and win on Friday, that next series starts on Sunday, and that's I, I would love to be able to see Ja get just a couple more days um, in there yeah. between the series to get just a, a little bit more time off those legs. But, um, again, just kind of, you know, cheer for cheer for, cheer for Denver tonight, <laughs> if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, and you know what? The storyline there, you've got the best guard of the past decade, Steph Curry versus the best guard currently in the NBA, with Jaw. So it's, it's like young line versus old line, you know what I mean? Must watch TV, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Anyways, I'm going to go with Jaw. He's going to be my answer because, like I said, he's just – he might be the most exciting athlete to watch in sports today, period. Hey, that's my answer, too. So, great minds, all that. All right. See you guys. See you. 9303-776, any sport, any level, what active player is the most fun to watch right now? I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and, and hit pause. Um, there is, you know, local transfer portal news I want to get into. There is big NCAA news that, that came out today that I want to dive into, just several different college-related topics and uh We'll go ahead and hit pause before we wade into that. So keep it right here with us. We'll be back in a moment on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. 
bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro or neacartoday.com. Just say yes. The basketball playoffs are here, and you can wager on all the games with the Bentley Sportsbook from Southland Casino. It's the only online sportsbook live in Arkansas. Visit Bentley.com to sign up and cash in on your up to $250 risk-free first bet. Bentley's online sports betting offers real paydays. Place bets on pro and amateur sports, including the local teams, with Bentley. B-E-T-L-Y.com. Plus, you'll get paid in cash. The Bentley Sportsbook's easy action is a slam dunk. Take your shot today. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need. But why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital, with branches, and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Your home for bad boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark. Four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominoes.com. That's jobs.dominoes.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employer. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Keswick. Hey, listen. Hi, this is Bud Schropel and Randy Myers. And we're here to invite you to join us every weekday morning for Northeast Arkansas's longest running sports talk show. On the front row with Bud Row has been a morning radio tradition in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas since 2000. We have a lot of fun and laughs. We give out some information and we want to thank you for your support. So join us Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 for better than average sports talk on the Caller Driven Show on the front row with Bud Row and the Ticket Radio. Radio Network. Listen. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Still Kara and Cade with you hanging out. Uh, you can chime in on the conversation at 9303776. Kind of a week where um, all eyes are, are on the transfer portal. And that is pretty much across the country with whatever team you follow, uh, somebody. Somebody from your program has entered the portal this week or maybe... Uh, you've gotten somebody from the portal. It's just kind of the, the key talking point right now around college athletics. Might have changed today with a couple of other big stories that we'll tell you about in a moment. But uh, kind of a local um, concern with the portal, or not necessarily concerned, but news coming out today that Gary Bohannon has entered the portal. Of course, he was a Earl High School standout and uh, played last season at Baylor and had some success there. Of course, Baylor had a great season. They were 12-2. and two. And Bohannon had uh, some fantastic moments there with the Bears, but he has decided to move on. Um, he, I mean, he kind of get it, uh, and and kind of don't. Uh, you know, they did name a, a different guy to starter, so he obviously wants to be somewhere he can play. I don't know. I don't remember, you know, with COVID, how many years Bohannon has got left, if he's got one or two. But he did sit for a while waiting to be the starter at Baylor and then became the starter. And then they won the Big 12 and then gets named the backup. So you can kind of get it there. But this is just kind of a, I, I just don't, I continue to not really like the, the timing of the portal. And there could be tweaks to that coming up in in the next, uh, some of these big NCAA meetings that, that are ahead. But now you've got a situation where, you know, teams have just gone through spring. There's there's a lot of roles that are settled. And the ones that aren't, you know, those players are leaving the portal. So you wonder where he is going to fit in. He, I mean, he'll get opportunities, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but you know, this is a young man that surely is going to want to walk in the door and be able to start. And although I'm sure he's better than a lot of starting QBs out there, I just wonder what will end up being the, the fit and what his new destination will be. Of course, whenever a player that is local enters a portal, everybody always wants to speculate, you know, what if they come home and, and things like that. And um, I, I don't, I have no insight to that whatsoever. I mean, I'm sure that you would think that surely at some point in time in the recruiting process, Arkansas State reached out to Bohanna when he was at Earl, but, you know, that was a different coach ago. So, not sure if there are any kind of local um, coaching connections there with, with Arkansas State. But uh, Bohannon, a good career, uh, a good last season, especially at Baylor. And now he will take his talent somewhere else um, for the rest of his collegiate career. That's kind of the local college news. There's been some interesting things come out in the past 24 hours. One of the big news yesterday was that Mark Emmert is, is stepping down. Um, not immediately as... <laughs> Some people on social media wanted to see. In fact, uh, he's not going to be out the door until the end of the academic year, um, 22-23. So he's not done until June of 2023. So there's still another, I mean, what is that, 14 months uh, of Emmert's tenure. At least on paper, there are already those that have speculated that he will be out the door prior to that as soon as they bring in a new president because it really says in his press release that he will be in that role until a new president is selected or June 30th of 2023 it's, uh, at the latest. Um, you know, a commissioner 
at times can can only do as much as the additional leaders allow. There were times, I think, early in Emmert's tenure when he tried to be a little bit more proactive about moving the NCAA forward, and he got a lot of pushback from presidents and ADs, and so it didn't happen. But the past eight years, it just seems like it has been disaster after disaster after disaster. It has either been the NCAA losing um, huge legal battles or the NCAA being put on blast for a significant disparity in the way they treat women and in, in men athletes. Uh, it just seems like it is one thing after another. Uh, huge scandals where they tried to um, punish schools and then realized they had no authority. It just constantly seems like his time at the helm of the NCAA has just been it's like the Titanic, instead of hitting one iceberg, they've hit like four. And now the NCAA is a sinking ship. And not all of that goes on on Emmert. Um, just the amount of money in college athletics now compared to a decade ago is something that I don't know if people could have anticipated. And then the changes that that money has brought. But I don't think there's anybody around college athletics right now who's thinking, you know, man, we're going to miss this guy. There's a lot of questions about what is next for the NCAA, but it's not as much due to who the leader will be. It's more just due to the fact that this is a wild time in yeah. college athletics. News today that it could potentially get even wilder. I uh, would encourage you all to check out sportsillustrated.com today and check out Ross Dellinger's latest piece because uh, there is a group at work right now in collegiate athletics called the Transformation Committee. And it's high-ranking college leaders. And what they're trying to do is overhaul and modernize NCAA governance. Because we there's so many things that are outdated right now about the way that the NCAA operates. But some of these changes are kind of like, they are some big whoa changes. And some of the things we're discussing right now Include eliminating scholarship caps on sports that only offer partial scholarships. There are, right now in college athletics, there are equivalency sports and there are headcount sports. Football and basketball are headcount sports. There is a limit to how many um, scholarships you, ha- you have there, but it's, it's going to be the bulk of your team. You know, 85 scholarships for football. That's, that's a lot. You're probably not playing 85 players during the course of a game. <laughs> But uh, 85 players is what you've got there. On the flip side, a sport like baseball is an equivalency sport. You've got 11.7 scholarships to hand out among your team. And there's a lot more players on a baseball staff. Yeah, that's where it would really benefit baseball is that area right there. So, So it would eliminate scholarship caps on sports that only offer partials. It would also uh, potentially, again, these are all potentially, these are items of discussion. These are not things happening right now. These are, these are topics being talked about. Another potential item uh, that could happen would be abolishing the limit on the number of coaches per team. Football, for example, you've got one head coach and 10 coaches, assistant coaches. So you've got a staff of 11 that can be on-field coaches. Now, there's a lot of programs that kind of uh, use that guidance loosely because even if they only have the 11 on-field coaches, they're going to have 
a defensive analyst, an offensive analyst, uh, multiple quality control positions, different advisors to the head coach. I mean, Alabama has a coaching staff of 11. They have a football staff of like 60. (laughs) So you've already got some people kind of pushing that limit anyways, but that would completely get rid of that limit, period. Um, This would also, one item being discussed, item number three here, expanding direct payments from schools to athletes. Item number four, reconfigure the recruiting calendar. Basically kind of making it non-existent, to be honest. And then number five, implementing closed periods in the NCAA transfer portal. Which I really like. I like that one. I don't like anything else because this is going to radic- This is going to split college athletics. And if that's the end game, then so be it. But let's just do it now and quit killing time and making it happen slowly. Just rip the Band-Aid off and let's move on. Yeah. Take about 50 programs that are the haves and let them break away and have everybody else double down on an amateur model. Completely go back to amateurism. Get rid of everything else that has been introduced over the past year. And then let the other that those other 50 teams pay their players. Let them become a semi-professional league. Because that's what it is right now anyways. We just still refer to it as collegiate athletics. Uh, this is not something that is imminent. Um, but there there is change significant change that has just happened in the NCAA, significant change that will continue to happen in the NCAA. And just how much this happens quickly, how much of it is five years down the road, I I have no idea. Um, This transformation committee has been tasked to rewrite D1 policies by August. But several believe that process will stretch into the fall. So this is a big time, big time ongoing story and again uh, I'm doing I'm barely even kind of summing it up here but again this information this article with all of uh, all of these uh, you know items of discussion got quotes from anonymous ADs every kind of example of how these what kind of impact these different items of discussion could potentially have that's that's all in uh, this article again uh, si.com Ross Dellinger is who pinned that uh that's uh some of the big news and then also uh you've also got uh in you know conference news it looks like the big 12 is poised to go ahead and, and have their expansion in the 23-24 season so ucf cincinnati byu houston are going to leave early or at least they are saying they or leaving early. It looks almost like kind yeah. of a like a uh, Sunbelt CUSA situation where yeah. the schools that were departing were like, hey, we're leaving. And then Conference USA was like, no, you're not. Because Mike Oresco, AAC commission, has said, no agreement has been reached. Our negotiations are continuing. And supposedly, it's been an amicable process so far. We'll see how long that lasts because it looks like these schools are bailing. Interesting stuff. Man, college athletics is about to get weird. Yeah, that whole Oklahoma and Texas not going to the SEC until 2025 thing is a complete fabricated myth at this point. Because if the Big 12 is getting all those schools in in 2023, guess who's going to be in the SEC then? Unless, uh, and I don't know enough about legalese to know how they would be able to stop that or what you would be able to do. 
And part of that, of course, is also based on the original contracts of those conferences. You know, what, what did the conference bylaws originally say? And whew, I don't have a copy of the Big 12 bylaws on my desk, so I don't know. Don't know. We'll see how it all transpires. Uh, let's hit pause. We'll come back, check in on the Cardinals one more time. Any other stories that we might have missed and, and wrap things up on a Wednesday edition of the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, Paragool, tired of high prices at the grocery store? Well, Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Wholesale to the public. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Family packs of steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragool outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Chill and Grill also has T-bones, New York strips, fillets, boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and a variety of seafood and shrimp. Don't miss out. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragould outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for just 40 bucks while supplies last. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. Eric works at NEA Construction. I love coming to work, and I don't even set my alarm to go to work. Like, I look forward to coming to work, and I don't want to miss work because it's just a good place to come. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Eric, do you feel like there's a good future here for you at NEA Construction? Oh, yes, yes. A lot of room to grow in this company. That's where I came in. The more experience you have, the better off you're going to be. 
NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit NEArkansasConstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. Real products are tested for safety. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by NCPC and the USPTO. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Last segment here. Hayden Kara with you. 9303-776 is the number to call. Cardinals showing signs of life. As uh, they started things off strong. 1-0 lead against the New York Mets at the bottom of the first. But then the Mets answered and uh, answered loudly with four in the top of the second. Cardinals have now. Uh, they scored two in the bottom of the three. And I'll have to double-check on how that happened because I was busy running my mouth. And then now uh, they've got uh, a couple on in the bottom of the fourth. Nobody out. Actually, uh, my MLB game day stat cast says in play runs, but I have yet to see what that run is. Oh, Yadier Molina scored. Uh, his uh, To get on base, he actually doubled just a couple batters ago. That was his first extra base hit of the season. Yachty has not started out strong offensively. Of course, he was a late arrival at spring due to um, a personal situation he had to take care of. So he is kind of working on on getting there. But uh, to be fair, some of the guys who got to spring on time are not having great success at the plate yet either. Uh, there's a lot of batting averages in this Cardinals lineup that that start with a one and that makes you nervous, especially when uh, you're facing a team as good as the Mets are with just some monster starting pitching. I don't know if it was intentional or not because, again, I'm watching the stat cast today and not the not the actual you know broadcast of the game. But uh, there was a Cardinal that was just hit by a pitch. This is somewhat of note because I don't think there was some intentional beanball going on last night between these two teams. But... Uh, there were three Met batters hit. There were two Cardinal batter hit, batters hit. And there was a lot of conversing between the two dugouts. Uh, a lot of words coming from Max Scherzer. And uh, a couple Cardinals answering him back as well. Which I can I can kind of get it. You know, there was a situation where, although it was not intentional, you had a Mets player get hit in the head. And that's a scary moment. And any team is going to, you know, step out on the field for their guy if, if they take one to the noggin. Um I still don't know if it's it's the right answer, but several years ago, Tony Larusa was advocating for any pitcher who hit a player in the head to have an automatic one game suspension. And again, I don't know if that's a a great idea because if you hit somebody in the head, it is not intentional. It's a mistake. Yeah. So you're, you know. M- Punishing something for punishing them for something that was that was not on purpose, but at the same time, I mean, 
pitchers are throwing dramatically different and dramatically harder than they did a decade ago. If you hit somebody in the head with, you know, 88. <laughs> um, not that that would feel good, but, I mean, you can do some perfect damage if you hit somebody with some gas. So, I don't know what the answer is there. But again, I think just one batter hit today. So, we'll hope that it was not on purpose. We'll hope that this is not about to turn into a beanball war. And then I will only speak for myself here and say that I hope that the Cardinals can get it together and not get swept by the Mets because the first two games of this series were, were unenjoyable. But uh, already today, the Cardinals with, uh, with more runs scored, more hits as well than they had in those previous two contests combined. And this would be a good win. The Mets, Mets are a good team right now. Again, based primarily off their pitching. Um, meanwhile, the Reds are a special kind of bad. You know, you know when a team is going out there to tank that it's not going to be pretty. But looked at some of their offensive numbers, looked at some yeah, other things. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. They did finally have an actual highlight last night that made ESPN and went viral on social media. Um, it was not a highlight from the field. It was basically a fan in the stands holding his young child, giving his young child a bottle. I mean, this was a baby baby. And the fan makes a one-handed grab. Bottle never slips. Kid is just sitting there doing whatever kids do, and uh, good for that fan. Again, that is the only Reds highlight I've seen on TV this year. <laughs> it's the guy at the stands. Uh, they're bad. Diamondbacks are also bad. They're bad in like 182. Uh, it's been an interesting start across Major League Baseball at this point in time. Uh, meanwhile, probably should have spoken about this a little bit more over the past week, but we'll get into it a lot more tomorrow. It's, it's NFL Draft Eve. I do feel like the buzz around this NFL draft is maybe a little bit quieter because typically one of the things that drives the narrative is is quarterback selection and who goes where and what round and what pick and this, that, and the other. And it's a very, very light year for quarterbacks. Uh, Malik Willis out of Liberty is probably the most talked about guy, but that's not necessarily because everybody is excited to draft him and everybody thinks he's a sure thing. I think it's because there's a lot of questions about him and uh, he seems to have uh, wildly varying scouting reports about how he could potentially fare in the NFL. So, more draft talk with you tomorrow. Anything we left out today? You can think of off the top of your head? Um, I don't know. Okay. Trey Young played terrible this series. They're, they're done in five. They are. Uh, Jaron Jackson, I, I was looking this up earlier. Jaron Jackson almost has as many fouls as he does rebounds in this series. He has 29 rebounds, 26 fouls. Mm. That's not ideal. I'm t- I would not start him in game six. I would bring him off the bench because he picks up two dumb fouls within the first five minutes yeah. of every game. By the way, we talked about John Morant having the dunk of the year last night, but also the dunk of the year like a month ago and like two weeks before that, a month before that. Uh, Memphis Sports, which is the Twitter handle of the Commercial Appeal and their coverage. Uh, They've got his five best dunks in John Morant's career. So that is something I'm watching as soon as 
soon as we wrap it up. Hey, uh, thanks to everybody for joining us today. Appreciate Keith Merritt hanging out with us in hour number one. Keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for The Front Row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10 in the Workday Red Zone. We'll be back at noon. For Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day.